بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the discussion and the explanation of uh, Ibn Mas'ud uh, of Riyadh uh, al-Salihin and we have reached hadith 51 in this hadith uh, Ibn Mas'ud رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إنها ستكون بعدي أثرة وأمور تنكرونها قالوا يا رسول الله فما تأمرنا قال تؤدون الحق الذي عليكم وتسألون الله الذي لكم بن مسعود رضي الله تعالى عنه ريبورتد and the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said you will see after me uh, favoritism favoritism on the path of the people uh, on, on the part of favoritism on the part of the people and other matters which uh, that you will disapprove of that you will disapprove of uh, and they asked uh, what do you order us to do under such circumstances and he sallallahu alayhi wasallam replied uh, pay their rights to them meaning to the rulers discharge your obligations to them to the rulers and ask your right from Allah and ask your rights from Allah. This is the hadith of Abdullah bin Mas'ud. In the next hadith, hadith 52, وعن أبي يحيى أسيد بن حضير رضي الله عنه أن رجلا من الأنصار قال يا رسول الله ألا تستعملني كما استعملت فلانا فقال إنكم ستلقون بعدي أثرة فاصبروا حتى تلقوني على الحوض uh, In this hadith of Usaid bin Hudayr he reported that a person from among the Ansar said O Messenger of Allah you appointed such and such person and why do you not appoint me? The Messenger وسلم, said, after you, after me rather, you will see others giving, given preference to you. And, and, and uh, you will see, you will see preference, you will see rulers not giving you your right not giving you your rights. But you should remain patient. You should give them their rights and be patient. And be patient. Till you uh, meet me at the Hawd. At the Hawd. His Hawd, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. His pool. This is agreed upon hadith. The explanation. These two narrations 
of Abdullah bin Mas'ud. May Allah be pleased with him. And the hadith of Usaid bin Hudayr. The author mentioned them <coughs> in this chapter <coughs> entitled Patience. As to the hadith of Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, that the Prophet ﷺ mentioned that there will, you will see favoritism, and this refers to selfishness on the part of other people, meaning that Muslims will be ruled by some rulers who will have a monopoly over the Muslims' wealth. They spend them as they wish, and they prevent the Muslims their rights. They take them, they take their rights away from them. And this is athara, this is preference. And this is favoritism, and this is also selfishness from the rulers part, on the rulers' part. Uh, so they asked the Prophet ﷺ, "What do you order us to do under such uh, situations?" He said. تُؤَدُّونَ الْحَقَّ الَّذِي عَلَيْكُمْ He said, <coughs> you pay them, pay their rights to them, meaning to the rulers, discharge your, their rights to them, meaning their, the rulers, selfishness and monopoly over your wealth should not prevent you from giving them their rights from obedience, hearing and obeying and to keep away from agitation and disturbances. Rather be patient be patient and hear and obey and don't dispute with them concerning the matter which Allah had given them, meaning the rulership. Then he said, وَتَسْأَلُونَ اللَّهَ الَّذِي لَكُمْ And you ask your right from Allah. Meaning, you ask Allah to guide them, to guide the rulers so that they will return your rights to you. And this is from the wisdom of the Prophet ﷺ. For he ﷺ knew that selves are miser. and that people will not be patient concerning the monopoly 
the monopoly over their rights. However, he, alayhi salatu wasalam, directed to a matter of goodness, meaning to give them, pay them, discharge your obligations to them, your obligations, hearing and obeying, not disputing with them, nor descending, descending against them. And we ask Allah that which is ours, like saying, Allahumma hadihim, or Allah guide them, hatta yu'tuna haqqana, so that they give us our rights. So therefore, in this case, there is good from two angles. The side of the rulers, by, by asking Allah to guide them, as to give their rights, and also to uh, give them their rights. Give them their rights. And in this there is evidence for the prophethood of the Messenger وسلم, because he informed of a matter uh, that took place. He foretold of a matter that took place later. Uh, the rulers from some long time uh, exerted monopoly over Muslims' wealth. So you find them in extravagance, eating, drinking, and clothing themselves, uh, spending. So they monopolized people's wealth for their own uh, favor. This should not should not mean this should not mean that we disobey them or rather rebel against them because of that we ask Allah that we ask Allah for our rights and we give them their rights and in this there is the use utilization of wisdom in matters which may entail agitation and revolt. There is no doubt that taking people's wealth and monopolizing that uh, may uh, incite the ruled uh, to revolt and seek their rights. But the Messenger وسلم, commanded patience and that we do that which is obligatory upon us and we ask Allah for our rights. This is from the side of the hadith of Abdullah bin Mas'ud. As to the hadith of Usaid bin Hudayr, may Allah be pleased with him. It is like the hadith of Ibn Mas'ud, where the Prophet ﷺ informed about this favoritism, selfishness, and monopoly. But he said, Isbiru, be patient until you meet me at Al-Hawd, Al-Hawd, his pool. 
Meaning be patient and don't dispute with the rulers concerning this until you meet me at the at my pool. Meaning, if you be patient, then it is from the reward of Allah for you, for your patience, is to make you drink from the Prophet ﷺ pool. We ask Allah to make us from those who come to his pool and drink from it. This pool uh, will be on the day of resurrection in a place and a time most needed by people. Most needed by people. Because in that time and in that place on the day of resurrection people will face horrors, grief, hardships, sweating, difficulties, heat and so they will be in dear need for water. So they come to the Prophet Wasallam's pool, a great pool its length is a span of one month and so it's wet uh, two drains from the Kawthar which is a river in paradise the Prophet ﷺ had been given will pool or will pour into it pour water more intense in its whiteness than milk and more sweet than asal than honey and smells better than musk and in it there are utensils like the stars in their shining and beauty and abundance whoever drinks from it one single drink will never ever be thirsty اللهم اجعلنا ممن يشرب منه O oh Allah make us from those who drink from it So the Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam directed the ruled to be patient He directed us to be patient So let those people who are impatient and who rush into confrontations and who rush into revolt let them contemplate the command of the Prophet ﷺ. He commanded us to be patient, even though we will or we may face favoritism, monopoly, and taking rights. So, the patience upon the injustice of the ruler is from the causes listen is from the causes that lead the believer to the pool to meet the Prophet at his pool and to drink from it so again let those who rush into confrontations and revolt and dissent let them contemplate and give thought. 
In these two narrations, there is incitement to be patient concerning this injustice by the ruler towards the ruled. However, we must know that people, they will be the rulers of people will be a reflection of their state, of the ruled state. The way they are, the way will be their rulers. And if they have a bad relation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah, the Most High, will make the rulers unjust, deal with them in these ways of favoritism, of, of unjust authority, monopoly, and you name it. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-An'am, chapter 6, verse 129. And thus we do make the Zalibin, the polytheists, oppressors, unjust and wrongdoers, awliya, protectors and helpers, one to another because of what they used to earn, because of what they used to earn. And if they ruled the people, become upright, Allah will make upon them, will put in charge of them righteous rulers and the opposite is true. And it is mentioned that it is mentioned that a man from the Khawarij from the Khawarij, the rebellions at the time of Ali bin Abi Talib came to Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu anhu may Allah be pleased with him and waqala lahu and he said to him to Ali Ya Ali O Ali, ما بال الناس انتقدوا عليك ولم ينتقدوا على أبي بكر وعمر What's the matter that people descended against you and they didn't do the same with Abi Bakr and Umar So Ali رضي الله تعالى عنه said إن رجال أبي بكر وعمر رضي الله عنهما أنا وأمثالي the people, the people of Abu Bakr and Umar are me and the like. Amma ana, but now as to me now, fakana rijali, my men are you and the like of you. Meaning, meaning of no good. So that became therefore 
a cause for uh, this uh, impatience and led them to uh, descend and rebel against Ali radiallahu anhu until they killed him and it is mentioned that one of the kings of Bani Umayyah uh, heard about what people were talking about him so he gathered and it is thought that this, uh, this, uh, this king is Abdullah bin Marwan so he gathered the people, the dignitaries uh, and the nobles and he talked to them and said Ayyuhannas, O people Aturiduna an nakuna lakum mithla Abi Bakrin wa Umar Do you like that we be to you as Abi Bakr and Umar? They said yes Then he said إِذَا كُنْتُمْ تُرِيدُونَ ذَلِكَ If you indeed look for that فَكُونُوا لَنَا So be to us مِثْلَ رِجَالِ أَبِي بَكْرٍ وَعُمَرٍ Be to us like the men of Abi Bakr and Umar So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Hakim, all wise He puts an authority upon people Those who are a reflection of people's actions if they are bad so they will be having the same upon them and if they go good they will also be treated with goodness there is no doubt however that the correctness of the leader is the origin if he is right then also his rule will be as such because he has authority upon which he uh, may correct uh, the deviations and also may discipline those who are who do injustice and who may be uh, obstinate Wallahu al-muwaffiq and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who gives success. This uh, ends the hadith of Abdullah bin Mas'ud and the hadith of Usaid bin Hudayr. Now we move to hadith 53. On Abi Ibrahim, Abdullah bin Abi Awfa, radiallahu anhuma, أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في بعض أيامه التي لقي فيها العدو انتظر حتى إذا مالت الشمس ثم قام فيهم فقال يا أيها الناس لا تتمنوا لقاء العدو واسألوا الله العافية فإذا لقيتموهم فاصبروا واعلموا أن الجنة تحت ظلال السيوف ثم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم منزل الكتاب ومجري السحاب وهازم الأحزاب 
اهزمهم وانصرنا عليهم in the agreed upon hadith reported by Abdullah bin Abu Awfa radiyallahu anhu bin Abi Awfa radiyallahu anhu he reported that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at one time when he confronted the enemy and was waiting for the sun to set stood up and said oh people don't look don't look or don't long for encountering the enemy don't long for encountering the enemy and supplicate to Allah to grant you security but when you face the enemy show patience and steadfastness and keep it in mind that Jannah paradise lies under the shadow of the swords then he invoked Allah saying O Allah Revealer of the book Munzil al-Kitab Wa Mujri al-Sahab Disperser of the clouds Wa Hazim al-Ahzab The defeater of the confederates Ahzimhum Wansurna alayhim Put our enemy to rout And help us in overpowering them In this hadith which is reported by Abdullah bin Abi Awfa radiallahu anhu that the Prophet sallallahu was one in his in his in his uh, in the time when he was confronting the enemy uh, and he waited until the sun passed the meridian zalat al-shams so that what in order for uh, waiting for coolness and uh, more shade and people will be more motivated. Uh, so then he stood up and gave a sermon. And he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, used to give sermons always. Some of them were fixed, like the at, the, at fixed times, like khutbat al-Jum'ah, and other uh, occasional uh, sermons when there is a need. So he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, offered a lot of uh, a lot of sermons. And in this one he said, لا تتمنوا لقاء العدو Do not long for encountering the enemy. Meaning, a person should not long to meet the enemy and say, اللهم ألقني عدوي O Allah, make me encounter my enemy. واسألوا الله العافية And seek security from Allah. Saying, Allahumma aafina, O Allah, bestow, bestow safety upon us. فَإِذَا لَقَيْتُمُوهُمْ But in case you face the enemy, وَابْتُلِيتُمْ بِهِمْ And you were tested by them. فَاصْبِرُوا This is the point of evidence. فَاصْبِرُوا Then be patient. This is the point of evidence in this hadith. Being patient upon fighting them and seeking help from Allah, the most mighty and most magnificent, and fight, لِتَكُونَ كَلِمَةُ اللَّهِ هِيَ الْعُلْيَا And so have the fight, the objective being, having the word of Allah, the prevailing one. وَعْلَمُوا and know أَنَّ الْجَنَّةَ تَحْتَ ظِلَالِ السِّيُوفِ And that the Jannah paradise lies under the shadow of the swords. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his favors. فَالْجَنَّةَ 
paradise is under the shade of the swords, the swords carried by the true mujahid in the cause of Allah, aiming to have the prevalence of kalimatul tawheed. Because the one doing this in the cause of Allah, if he is killed, then he will be from the people of paradise. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Imran, chapter 3, verse 169 and 171. <laughs> يَسْتَبْشِرُونَ بِنِعْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَفَضْلٍ وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِعُ أَجْرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Think not of those who are killed in the way of Allah as dead. Nay, they are alive with their Lord and they have provision. They rejoice in what Allah has bestowed upon them of His bounty. Rejoicing for the sake of those who have not yet joined them but are left behind, not yet martyred, that on them no fear shall come, nor shall they grieve. يَسْتَبْشِرُونَ بِنِعْمَةٍ They rejoice in a grace and a bounty from Allah, and that Allah will not waste the reward of the believers. The shaheed, the martyr, if killed in the cause of Allah, then he does not feel the stab or the strike. It is as if nothing. He feels only that his soul leaves this life to the endless bliss. Nas'alullaha al-azimah min fadlih. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the great from his favor. And that's why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Wa'alamu and know that paradise tahta dhilal al-siyuf is under the shade of the swords. And from the companions, radiyallahu anhum, from the companions, may Allah be pleased with them, was the companion from, from them was Anas, Anas ibn al-Nudr. He said, إِنِّي لَأَجِدُ رِيحَ الْجَنَّةِ دُونَ أُحُد In the battle of Uhud, he said, I detect the smell of paradise before Uhud, contemplate how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened for him his sense of smell until he was able to smell the smell of paradise truly before Uhud. Then he fought until he was killed, radiallahu anhu, and there he was found uh, stricken by some 80 plus strikes or uh, by a sword or by a spear or by an arrow. And so he was killed as a martyr. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's why the Prophet sallallahu says, وَعَلَمُوا and know that paradise is under the shade of swords. Then he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Allahumma munzil al-kitab wa mujriya al-sahab wa hazim al-ahzab ihzimhum 
وَانْصُرْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ Then he invoked Allah. He made dua. O Allah, the revealer, the revealer of the book. And this is an invocation which the mujahid should invoke Allah with if he encounters the enemy. So here, the revealer of the book, disperser of the clouds, defeater of the Ahzab, the confederates, put our enemy to rout and help us in overpowering them. Here, the Prophet sought means of nearness, tawassala, by the legal texts and the universal texts. He made tawassul by al-ayatu al-shari'ya, the legal texts, and al-ayatu al-kawniya, the universal texts. He made tawassul, he sought means of nearness to Allah, by what? Bi-inzal al-kitab, the one who revealed the book. And this is the Quran. Or this may also comprise every book. So it may refer to, the book here may refer to the kind, meaning the book revealed to Muhammad sallam and to other than him, alayhi salatu wasalam, and Allah sallam be upon all the prophets and the messengers. وَمُجْرِيَ sahab, the disperser of the clouds. This is a universal sign, a universal sign, right? Ayatun kawniya, disperser of the clouds. The sahab, the clouds between the heavens and the earth. No one can make it move except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal, the almighty, the most mighty, the most majestic. If all the nations on the face of the earth put their efforts all together with their tools and their machines and their preparations so that these clouds are directed to or make these clouds move or redirected when they wouldn't be able to do so but the one who can make it do so is the one who if he wants something, he says to it be, and it is, and he is Allah the Most High. The disperser of the clouds, وهازم الأحزاب, وهازم الأحزاب, the defeater of the Ahzab, the confederates. Allah alone is the one who defeats the confederates. And from that is that Allah defeated them in the battle of Al-Ahzab in the battle of the confederates in which more than 10,000 fighters from the mushriks, from the pagans came to Medina to fight the Prophet but Allah turned them defeated قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-Ahzab in the chapter of the confederates Chapter 33, verse 25. وَرَدَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِغَيْضِهِمْ لَمْ يَنَالُوا خَيْرًا
And Allah drove back those who disbelieved in their rage. They gained no advantage. Allah sent upon them the wind and armies made their tents collapse, shook the earth under them, turned their pots upside down. They couldn't have any settlement. Strong wind, eastern cool, they could not stay. So they were driven back. قال الله عز وجل And Allah drove back those who disbelieved in their rage they gained no advantage وكفى الله المؤمنين القتال Allah sufficed for the believers in the fighting by sending against the disbelievers a severe wind and troops of angels He Allah is the one who defeated the confederates الأحزاب it is not the power of man that makes the defeat, but the power is a cause. The power is a cause. It may be beneficial and it may not be. We are commanded to do the lawful causes. However, the one who truly defeats is Allah, the most magnificent, the most high. In this hadith there are many benefits from that is no one should long for meeting or encountering the enemy. This is unlike longing for martyrdom. This is different. Longing for martyrdom for shahada is permissible. It is not forbidden. Rather it could be commanded. However, longing for encountering the enemy one should refrain from that because the Prophet said لا تتمنوا لقاء العدو don't long for encountering the enemy and from that is to ask Allah for safety and security because there is nothing like that don't long for wars and for fighting rather ask Allah for العافيه for safety and security and victory for his deen. However, if you meet the enemy, if you encounter the enemy, then be patient. And from that is that the person, if, if the person encounters the enemy, then it's an obligation upon him to be patient. قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-Anfal, chapter 8, verses 45 and 46. يا أيها الذين آمنوا إذا لقيتم فئة فاثبتوا واذكروا الله كثيرا لعلكم تفلحون وأطيعوا الله ورسوله ولا تنازعوا فتفشلوا وتذهب ريحكم واصبروا إن الله مع الصابرين Oh you believe when you meet an enemy force take a firm stand against them and remember the name of Allah much both with tongue and mind and so that you may be successful. Obey Allah and His Messenger and don't dispute with one another. Let you lose courage and your strength depart and be patient. Surely Allah is, though, is with those who are patient. 
and from the benefits of this hadith is that the leader of the army uh, or the troops should be kind with them and clement and should not start the fighting except in the proper pl- in the proper timing whether this is on the uh, uh, in terms of uh, the day or in terms of the season for example during the summer times summer days he should not seek the fighting during these days because this involves mashaqqa hardship and during the uh, severe cold also this should not be sought because again this is mashaqqa this is hardship however it is if it is between these two like in the spring or in the autumn then or the fall then this is uh, the best timing and from that also is that the person should invoke Allah with this dua Allahumma munzil al-kitab wa mujri al-sahab wa hazim al-ahzab ihzimhum wa ansurna alayhim O Allah, the revealer of the book the disperser of the clouds defeater of the confederates put our enemy to rout and help us in overpowering them and from that is the invocation upon the enemies to be defeated because they are your enemy and the enemy of Allah the disbeliever is not your enemy alone but rather he's an enemy of you and the enemy of your Lord and his prophets and his messengers his angels and for every believer so the disbeliever is an enemy to the believer and an enemy to every messenger and an enemy to every prophet and an enemy to every angel so he is an enemy so the person should ask Allah always to humiliate the enemies from the disbelievers and to overpower them and give victory upon them and all success is from Allah walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam this concludes the explanation of the uh, hadith and this also concludes <coughs> this chapter the chapter on patience the next uh, chapter will be the chapter on as-sidq truthfulness truthfulness wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in